The following content has been provided by RWTH, Aachen University. Okay, so um, next up, animation apps. Um, I already talked about uh, using stuff like you know, PowerPoint or Keynote um, for simple animations, and that's fine. If you want to get a little fancier, then you would use something um, like a Director or it used to be Flash um, in order to uh, simulate more complex things going on. Um, these become very can become very intricate, and if you have somebody like a graphic artist, a graphic designer who knows how to use this animation tools, then they will do some amazing magic with it. Um, they are very powerful when they're extended by scripting languages, but be careful. Uh, there is a, um, a certain temptation to use this for, the final si for your final system because you're like, you've already got this interactive thing, so shouldn't we just you know, make that the interface part of our actual ship product? Inter scripting languages are very cl clumsy, those used in those animation tools, uh, compared to, you know, real programming languages that we are used to as computer scientists. So um, they might actually be limiting you in the sense of um, the power that you can get into your actual uh, fully developed program. But this also um, sometimes allows you to integrate non-standard hardware or other operating system features, like particular interfaces uh, that you connect, peripherals, weird sensors that you might need in your system. They can become the final product. Um, Distribution is fairly easy usually with um, <coughs> these animation tools can perfectly package up a, a standalone runtime. Um, but larger designs become hard to manage because these systems aren't designed to make very complex um, products, right? They're really just for animations. Um, the web, of course, is a, is a wonderful way to also do um, prototyping. So especially, of course, if you are what you're developing is a web application, then using uh, the web also for prototyping uh, makes a lot of sense. So the typical approach would be um, HTML and JavaScript, um, using HTML5 in particular. That is, of course, uh, the final you know, a natural choice for web interface design. And it's ubiquitous, right? You've got lots of tools. Um, you can use, you have a clear text format for your, your code, if you like. Um, you can view it, in theory at least, in any browser. Um, you can distribute it over the net, just send people a link and they can play with it. Um, but as, unless you really tie things down very strongly, you don't get a precise look and feel. Right? You don't usually have pixel point accuracy control over the appearance of something. If somebody has a different browser setting, uses a different uh, screen size or something, things will look differently. So that's something to, um, to live with. Um, then, of course, there are rapid development environments like Visual Basic.net or TickleTK. These are great for standard graphical user interfaces. So if all you need to create is a standard look and feel where you use normal buttons and sliders and scroll bars and so on, nothing fancy, um, those are perfect, right? They can even become the final product. You can stick with them if they are powerful enough for your, for your purposes. Um, these are partly interpreted uh, systems which gives you very quick development cycles, but can possibly slow you down performance-wise. Um, 
Distribution works okay. Um, not all of those are available cross-platform, so sometimes you tie yourself down to just Windows or just Linux or just Mac OS X or something like this. Um, and they might require a specific runtime environment that the user then needs to install before they can actually see your prototype. It's not quite as packaged um, as some of those animation apps are. Then, of course, uh, there's also special purpose uh, prototyping tools. MaxMSP is an example of those. Um, MaxMSP is a weird kind of program. Um, it's a multimedia development environment that's been around for 20 years or so. Uh, it was originally developed to do MIDI applications. Does anybody here in the room know what MIDI is? Okay, a couple people. Can you explain what MIDI is? <laughs> a protocol for audio. Uh... Yep, it's a protocol for sending sort of musical information um, between devices, between synthesizers or a keyboard and computer, for example. Uh, it doesn't actually send audio data per se, it sends sort of control information that says like play the note C at this volume for this long. Um, and so originally MaxMSP was built for this kind of application to, to play with MIDI data uh, to control musical instruments and build musical performances. Crazy artists would use this to make interactive music uh, exhibits and stuff. Um, it then was extended to handle graphics, audio, video, so now it's like a really multimedia um, development environment, pretty impressive. Um, you build applications by basically connecting patches uh, that process incoming data. Um, now we would call this probably um, sort of graph-based programming, so visual programming um, or, or data stream uh, flow-based programming, I think is the word. Um, flow-based programming works in a way that you basically say, okay, this slider here, uh, I can move back and forth, and when I do that, it creates output data that gets sent to this next node here, which creates um, musical notes. And those musical notes are then uh, sent out to this thing, which actually plays them on the built-in synthesizer. Um, so you connect things up with these lines. And this flow-based programming, you've probably seen this. Who's seen a, a programming environment or some kind of environment where you are connecting patches um, to each other um, for, for sending data? Anybody use something like this? Yeah? Uh, was part of the Lego Mindstorm software. Ah, Lego Mindstorms. Yeah, exactly. So one way of programming Lego Mindstorms was to link things up with this sort of graphical uh, one step after the other kind of uh, programming environment. Got another one? The Autodesk Maya suite uses this for linking up animations and part partially programming them. Aha, uh -huh. OK. So animations in, in Maya, interesting. Any other areas? Yeah? The automator on macOS, so you can rename files and stuff. Ah, uh, yep. Yep, that's right. So that also has sort of the sequence of things that you chain together. Um, any others? Mm -hmm. uh, E-Prime is for psychological programming. Ha, huh, okay. So psychological programming. What, what does it mean? Like programming uh, psycholo psychology experiments? Um, you, you are used by kitchens. Ah, yeah. Okay, okay. Wonderful, yeah, so lots of examples. Um, you may have uh, seen, I don't know, LabVIEW maybe, which is a technical program to uh, simulate, um, you know, to, to, to measure uh, values and, and, and hook up to lab equipment uh, that uses the same programming environment. Um, so this is a fairly <coughs> modern and, 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 and coming um, way of programming. Uh, MaxMSP has done this for a long time, and it works really well 
for programs that basically process data and, and spit it out again and do something with it. Uh, it doesn't work so well if you need to manage a lot of state in your system um, because this is really more geared towards live data processing. So camera picture coming in, uh, I don't know, recognize some objects in it, trigger some actions as a result. This, those kinds of things it works great for. Um, you can use it for end products. Um, in fact, uh, in 97 when I built a, uh, the WorldBeat system in another interactive music exhibit, I used uh, MaxMSP for the final system. But I can tell you, it's not pretty if you need to sort of uh, manage these kinds of systems because it's very easy to build spaghetti code with these because you're linking up all these boxes with each other and you lose sort of track of what, what's calling whom fairly quickly. Not as easy to build large systems with these as it is with our traditional programming environments. Um, you can get this for free, by the way. Um, you can try it out for a while. MaxMSP is a free download um, and works for, I think, a month or so to, to play with. Or there's PD, uh, um, which is the, uh, the open source um, version of, of MaxMSP. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.